Welcome to this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and we are breaking down everything you need to know for Wednesday, June 16th, and the eight-game featured slate kicking off at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on DraftKings. However, there is some afternoon baseball as well, and to touch on that, we are going to go to prize picks. If you guys don't know, head on over to prizepicks.com, use the promo code MMNMLB, and get your first deposit matched up to $100. And once you've done that, you can use these plays. These are my two favorite plays for the afternoon slate on prize picks. Let's start with Dylan Carlson of the St. Louis Cardinals. I like him to go under six and a half fantasy points on Wednesday against Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara has been very good so far this season. His expected ERA is below three. So already this is a tough matchup for Carlson, who's been scuffling at the plate in the month of June. Really the Cardinals as a whole have been scuffling at the plate so far in June. They have got some pretty wretched offensive numbers dating back across the past two weeks. But Carlson in particular has a strikeout rate above 30% in the month. And something really important to note is with the switch hitting Carlson, Alcantara's right-handed. When Carlson has had to bat left-handed so far in 2021, he's got a 100 WRC+. It's not bad. It's exactly league average. But it's not amazing by any stretch of the imagination, especially compared to his WRC plus as a right-handed bat, which is 167. So if you're going to use Carlson in a DFS capacity, you're doing it against a left-handed pitcher. If you're going to fade him, it's against a righty and a good righty, especially. And Alcantara definitely falls into that category. He has also held left-handed batters to a sub 270 WOBA so far this season. So everything points in the direction of Carlson not reaching six and a half fantasy points. So I will take the under in that one. I will also take Whit Merrifield's over on prize picks. Uh, His prop is set at seven fantasy points against Tarek Skubal of the Detroit Tigers, a lefty we have talked about a lot so far in 2021. He's actually pitching better the past three or four weeks. Uh, He's really been racking up some strikeouts. That's been a solid sign to see from someone who is a top 30 prospect in all of baseball coming into this season. So Scoville has good stuff. He was just struggling a lot and giving up a ton of barrels early on in the season, and he's still getting hit hard when he's actually being hit. And I think Whit Merrifield is in a really nice spot against him on Wednesday. Merrifield has always been better against left-handed pitching, and that has been no exception so far this season. He's hitting 304 with a 124 WRC plus against lefties in 2021. He's going to hit leadoff. He might get five plate appearances in this game. He doesn't strike out a lot, so really batted ball events have been Scooble's nemesis so far this season, and Merrifield is someone who can get that done. And even if he doesn't do it against the Tigers starter, He's probably going to get one or two plate appearances against the Tigers' bullpen. And entering play on Tuesday, the Tigers had a 5.18 ERA. That was the worst bullpen ERA in the American League. So whatever matchup Merrifield has on Wednesday, it's going to be a positive one. So I think he goes over seven fantasy points. I think Dylan Carlson goes under 
6.5. Again, that promo code is MMNMLB for your first deposit over at Prize Picks. Okay, let's talk about the main slate on Wednesday. It is an eight gamer. So not massive, but not small either. It's kind of actually one of my favorite, I would say my favorite in terms of slate size. I, I like these like seven, eight, nine gamers. Really gives you a chance to dig into some of the numbers in each individual game. But there's not a lot of numbers we have to dig into with the top priced pitcher on the board on Wednesday. Tuesday's slate was terrible when it came to starting pitching and everyone was like, well, where were all the good pitchers? They were on Wednesday's slate. Uh, they're pitching in the afternoon on Wednesday or they're pitching on this eight gamer. Uh, it is a star studded uh, pitcher list, especially the top of the pitcher list. We've got DeGrom, we've got Garrett Cole, uh, we've got uh Clayton Kershaw, we have Zach Wheeler. There, there's so, so many good pitchers on this slate. But again, it all starts with Jacob DeGrom, who is apparently healthy. Um, you know, left his last start after six innings. There was some concern that maybe he'd have to go back on the IL. That does not appear to be the case. I guess there is some risk of re-injury. But if we're being honest with ourselves, with the way like Tyler Glasnow and Shane Bieber and any other talented pitcher in baseball... Uh, they all seem to be dropping like flies right now. So I would say there's risk of injury with pretty much anyone. I, I wouldn't single out DeGrom in that capacity. But he's $11,000 going up against the Chicago Cubs, who have been pretty good the past month or so when it comes to their offense. However, for the season as a whole, they are still one of the more strikeout-prone teams in baseball. They actually rank 7th in baseball in combined swinging strike rate and called strike rate at 29.1%. So there's a lot of strikeout upside in this Chicago lineup. Not that DeGrom really needs the help, um, but they're a pretty good matchup for a strikeout pitcher. Uh, DeGrom, his last three starts, you could take any sample and make some crazy numbers, but his last three starts, 19 innings pitched, a 45.3% strikeout rate, and a .099 opponent WOBA. That's, I mean, I don't even have the words. He's he's just incredible. He's by far the best pitcher in baseball. No one's even close. Uh, he's an alien. That That is Jacob DeGrom. It is worth pointing out. It, it's going to sound crazy, but he's $11,000. He's the most expensive pitcher on the slate. This is actually kind of cheap for Jacob DeGrom. This is the least expensive he has been since April 23rd. Generally speaking, he is... Like 11.3, 11.6, Like, I don't want to say getting him at $11,000 is a value because $11,000 in DFS is never a value, but he is a little bit cheaper than he usually is. So, uh, this is almost a buying opportunity for Jacob DeGrom, as strange as that sounds. I think the other thing you have to think about when it comes to DeGrom's viability on this slate, as I mentioned, there's a ton of big name pitchers on this slate. However, the next most expensive pitcher is Garrett Cole who is $10,500. Not only does Cole have a really tough matchup against the Toronto Blue Jays in Buffalo, Salem Field has proven to be a bit of an offensive park uh, so far in its two-year MLB history. Uh, Cole just hasn't really been himself his past five starts. Obviously, there's some sticky stuff talk when it comes to Garrett Cole, although his last start was pretty good. Uh, he had nine strikeouts in six innings against the Twins, gave up two home runs, um, but he hasn't gotten to 30 DraftKings points in any of his last five starts, and in that span of time, he's only averaging 19.3 DraftKings points, which is not terrible, but when you're Garrett Cole, 
and you cost more than $10,000 on every single slate you're ever on, you just need to be producing at a higher clip. And when you compare him directly to DeGrom, it's, it's not even a contest. I guess you could make the case that Cole's ownership will probably be lower than it's been in some time, just considering the amount of other big-name options we have. Uh, juxtaposed to some of these guys in terms of recency bias, I, people aren't going to be leaning Garrett Cole, whether it's because of the recent results, his constant media attention, um, you know, he's just been in the news a lot lately, and people respect the Jays lineup. So he's a contrarian play in a GPP. I know that's kind of a cop-out thing to say, but if you are looking for just sheer differentiation with someone who has 40 DraftKings point upside, that is Garrett Cole. However, I'm going to be a coward and probably use a little bit more DeGrom and probably going to use a lot more Zach Wheeler. Uh, Zach Wheeler is actually maybe the pitcher I'm most excited to talk about on this slate. We all know what Jacob DeGrom is. You don't need me to tell you to play Jacob DeGrom. However, I might go so far as to say that Zach Wheeler, he could be the better dollar-for-dollar play. I mean, he's $9,600, so not cheap. However, his last five starts have been very Jacob DeGrom-y. He's got a 1.65 FIP in that span of time. He's got a 41.2% strikeout rate. He has struck out double-digit opponents in four of his past five starts. He's also holding opponents to a 197 WOBA in that span of time. So, I mean, that really, again, to, to hear Grom's numbers, and then you've got Zach Wheeler, who is pitching out of his mind, but is still not, not quite close to the WOBA suppression uh, that we saw from DeGrom across his last three starts. It's kind of crazy. Um, I think the important thing to note, though, here, aside from just how good Zach Wheeler has been in a vacuum, is this matchup against the Dodgers is actually a lot better than some people might think. Because you hear about the Dodgers, you immediately think, well, this team never strikes out, and it's one of the best offenses in baseball. And while generally speaking, that is true, this is not your A-plus even like a B-minus Dodgers lineup right now. Um, I guess there's a chance Cody Bellinger is going to be available to play on Wednesday, but honestly, all signs seem to be pointing to maybe him having to go back on the IL. Max Muncy is on the IL. Corey Seager is still on the IL. So the Dodgers are missing their three best left-handed bats right now, and they're rolling out a really strange lineup in the meantime. Uh, pretty much Mookie Betts and Justin Turner are the only like quote unquote regulars you have to worry about. Uh, I guess Chris Taylor kind of falls in that bucket as well, but this is not a Dodgers team to fear right now. Uh, Zach Wheeler is pitching so well that I don't think it really matters. I think he's kind of matchup proof, but don't be scared away from Wheeler because he happens to be facing the Dodgers. Um, okay, so we've talked about some really expensive pitchers. Let's talk about a mid-tier guy who I also like on this slate, and that is Anthony Desclafani. I think he's going to have some people partaking on Wednesday just because that's how it works. He's coming off an amazing start, arguably the best start of his career. Complete game shutout against the Washington Nationals. Uh, the Nationals have been struggling to score runs, um, but I don't want to take anything away from Desclafani. Uh, two hits over nine innings, no earned runs, eight strikeouts, 43.5 DraftKings points. This is kind of a continuation of what we've seen from Desclafani for the season as a whole. His numbers towards the end of May were starting to regress just a little bit, but 3.09 ERA, 3.49 XERA. He's been good. He's been better than good. I, I, I would say he's been very good so far this season. And the Diamondbacks, though on Tuesday night, um, little assist from the Giants and, and, and using an opener that just did not work. But 
Uh, the Diamondbacks are probably having their best offensive night in three weeks on Tuesday. Uh, but entering play on Tuesday, the Diamondbacks, a 273 Woba um, across the last, or sorry, in the month of June. That is 29th in all of baseball, a 70 WRC plus in the month. That is also second last in all of baseball. So the Diamondbacks, a really good matchup for Disclafani, who's been pitching well. Uh, just $7,000. So again, I think he'll be popular, but that's not a reason enough to fade him at this point. It's a really good matchup, um, and I like what he's been able to do recently. Uh, let's talk about the bats. Uh, let's talk specifically about my favorite stack on this eight-game slate. It's not a cheap one, I'm not going to lie, but I think you have to go with some Braves exposure on Wednesday. Garrett Richards is a ticking time bomb. Um there were some crazy statistics in his last start against the Blue Jays. A game Boston somehow actually won. Uh, but the Jays were basically playing Pepper with the Green Monster. There were probably four or five singles that would have been home runs in any other ballpark. And it's a continuation of Richard's past three starts. In that three-start span, he's allowed opponents to hit to a 390 Woba. 13.2% of his batted ball events have been barrels. And this is the kicker. 66% of his 53 batted ball events in that three-start sample have had an exit velocity of at least 95 miles per hour. So that's hard hit rate on StatCast. Is anything above 95 miles per hour is considered a hard hit. Two-thirds of the batted ball events Richards has given up in his last two starts have been over 95 miles per hour. Add that to like a 10% walk rate, he is... I mean, he's dancing around a fire with gasoline right now. And I think the Braves can really take advantage. Someone's going to lay a 10 spot on Garrett Richards really soon. And I think it could be the Braves. Uh, again, it's not cheap. Acuna's 5'9", Freeman's 5'1", as they should be. Austin Riley's hitting cleanup lately. He's $4,900. Albies is probably the best value on the team. He's hitting third primarily. He's $4,300. Uh, so that's a bit of a salary saver there. And then you got Dansby Swanson. Uh, who does have some power this season, 10 home runs. Uh, he is $4,000. It's pricey, I understand that, but I really do think the Braves could could score the most runs of any team on the slate on Wednesday, and you're going to want a piece of that offense. Speaking of, and continuing that, let's talk about some best bets on the DraftKings Sportsbook for Wednesday. And before we get to a bet I like in the afternoon, let's keep talking about the Braves. I like the Braves' money line of minus 148. The Braves are 7-4 and four in their past 11 games. They've been playing some pretty good baseball. Lost a heartbreaker on Tuesday, a game that was tied 7-7. The Red Sox uh, scored some runs late off the bullpen, but this is just a lopsided pitching matchup. Again, I have no trust in Garrett Richards. And then you've got Ian Anderson pitching for the Braves, who has a 3.26 ERA for the season, a 3.47 FIP. Anderson is just, by far, a better pitcher than Garrett Richards. So, I will back Ian Anderson at home against a guy who, again, ticking time bomb. I, I really do think he's going to blow up some point soon. Uh, the other bet I like a lot on Wednesday, this is a afternoon bet. We'll go back to that Miami game, Sandy Alcantara. Um, Miami Moneyline, minus 108. It is Sandy Alcantara against Johan Oviedo. Um, Oviedo, excuse me. Uh, Oviedo has kind of been riding the elevator between AAA and the majors so far this season. Not had good results past his first two outings of the season. He's got a 5.47 expected ERA. 
Alcantara, 2.97 expected ERA. And essentially, this is a pick em. Uh Right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook, Miami's money line is minus 108. St. Louis's money line is minus 107. So we've got about even odds here uh, for the Marlins to win this contest, and they have a much better pitcher. As I mentioned, the Cardinals' offense has been really bad as of late, and the Cardinals in general have just been really bad as of late. Coming into Tuesday, they were 2-9 and nine in their past 11 games, and they were 3-13 and 13 their past 16 games against a right-handed pitcher, which goes back to what we were talking about earlier when it comes to their lineup construction, which is Dylan Carlson, Tommy Edmond, uh, Paul Goldschmidt, Nolan Arenado, Tyler O'Neill. They all have better numbers against left-handed pitchers than they do against right-handed pitchers. So you want to attack this team. You want to bet against this team when they're facing an elite right-handed pitcher. And I would put Sandy Alcantara in that class. So Marlins money line minus 108, Braves money line minus 148 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. And that's going to do it for this episode of Fantasy Baseball Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks on the Mayo Media Network. I am Gary and Thorne, and I will catch you guys next time.